When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, welcome back everyone. Hi guys! This is episode 42 of the Oprah Rose Show. I'm Gigi. I'm TT. And welcome back for another episode! Woo! We're fake live and direct. <laughs> Coming at you, Cleopatra. And, uh, and T's job that she hates. <laughs> no, I don't hate it. Shut up. <laughs> um, questions, comments, concerns, please send them to the Oprah Rose Show at gmail.com. That is T H E Oprah, O P R A H R O S E, Rose at gmail.com. Um, like. Um, like, subscribe on SoundCloud, iTunes, Instagram, Twitter, all of your social media things. Um, Word. So we have um, a very dear person that um, I was just saying I am I'm a part of the congregation of this man. He has done so much for the culture. Do it for the culture. So much for the culture. What's your name is, sir? Uh, my name is Salam Raimi. Oh, wait. How do you pronounce the last name? It's actually Ray Me, like though. Ray, Ray Me. Oh, wow. Okay. You learn See, something new every, every day. day. But I just be saying Ray Me sometimes just because I don't want to explain it. Nah. Okay. Ray no, me. Say, your name. Ray say me. that. Salam Ray Me. Ray Me. Okay. See, I did not know that. Ray Me. Wow. And it's funny that it's like so do re mi fa so la do re mi and you're a music producer. It's like to do. Oh, I Oh, God. I was like, no. All right, Miss Tina Nolan. It was planned, but you know, it's what it is. <laughs> that's Wait, that's is that your awesome. real name? That's my first and my middle name. Really? Okay, I was say, is that? Okay, got okay. it. Okay, first and middle name. Got it. Okay. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, um, I guess I'm a creator, music producer, songwriter, person who's been around for quite some time. Did a lot of records over the years. Um, probably too many to directly mention. But name a few. A few um, or artists, whatever. For for the people who might not for the know. People, who uh, I guess the notables would be like Nas. I've worked with a lot: Jasmine Sullivan, Miguel, Amy Winehouse, uh, Alicia Keys. Uh, Fifty more, but I can't think of more. An right extensive now. track record. Yeah, a whole lot of artists. <laughs> All right, now that means you need to Google, bitch. If you, yeah, you can Google. It's a lot to Google. There you go. It's a lot to Google. <laughs> but you know, I got thirty years in, so that's more. That's than a, a lot of people. That's amazing. That's a very so long that's time. A lot of stuff. It's a long. Time. Thirty-one years now. Wow, actually. That really? Yeah, I forgot. Again, I'm learning so much today. Yeah, Fifty-one first, years. First you first ever get tired of it? Oh yeah, every day. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. Every day I'm like, why am I doing this again? When's wow. that thing coming? You know. Then I got like a nice picture on my phone to remind me why I'm doing. Why this. you're doing it? <laughs> like where am I going? So if you weren't if you weren't doing music, like what would you what do you think or what would you have wanted to do? I don't think I had um, 
I mean, I went to school for business management and accounting. So that was my, you know, I had the, the good boy stuff. So I was like, oh, no, you know, at least I'll be a McDonald's manager if I worked at McDonald's because <laughs> I have a management degree. You know, that was my college, get out the house, parents leave me alone. Let me just step over here. Mom's and them leave me alone. Pops was like, all right, do your thing. But um, I think, you know, in general, my talent was there. It just took its time to kind of get developed and nurtured. And being that my father was in the business and I went to live with him after high school, it kind of fell in my lap. But, you know, I was able to develop it a lot and then get the opportunities to show it. I was very lucky. I'm like, wow. I'm trying to think what I wanted to do after high school. And I don't even I don't even know. Or, like, I didn't know in college. I didn't... I don't know now. I don't think I, I was, like, I'm going to be a producer. Mm-hmm. It was something I liked to do because I was in the hip-hop, you know, generation. And I was into music. So, in high school, me and my friends would try to get together and do stuff. But I think more than anything else, I had the opportunity to do it. And then when that's paying me a couple Gs a night, and then I'm going to school and the teacher's talking. Mm-hmm. My father's like, I said... He still always talks about I came to him and say. Dad, I'm sitting in the teacher's talking, but I can't hear him because his beats in my head. And wow. The beats keep playing over the teacher's voice. And I'm like, yo, this ain't it. So it's right. like when you make in four, five, 10, 20 Gs a week, and then you go into school, and it's like, what? What did you say? That 7 o'clock class still makes <laughs> yeah. sense. It sounds like your life chose you. In some way or another, it has to be. And I have to say with the level of talent that I've been blessed to come across, even up to today, like the latest artists I meet, and then they're actually talented enough in the things that happen. This is divine. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's no way that I could possibly ask for this much uh, great talent to cross paths with me and for me to be able to help them do what they got to do. I love that. Mm. So to segue, per- that's a perfect segue. What are you grateful for? You know, we like to open this show with something that we're um, grateful for. Um, right now, I think I'm I'm grateful to be at peace. You know, a lot of people, I think you you get a lot of different things and accomplishments and, you know, money and other things that happen. You feel like that's it. But to me, to understand, like, I can just be at peace with myself, peace with my career, peace with my life and my friends. That's kind of a thing that I don't think everybody gets to. Um, Some people never get to it. So I think Mm -hmm. for me right now, that's what I'm grateful for. Okay, G. Um, that was really deep, and it was beautiful. Um, I'm grateful that my dog doesn't have cancer. He recently <laughs> had a biopsy, um, and that was serious. It was really expensive, but he is cancer-free, so I'm grateful for that. You? Yay. I know. I actually changed mine when you um, said yours, and um, I think it, it's just like, I think my temperament of I really try to be like even keel at all times, um, you know, obviously doesn't work at all the time, but it's something that I really work on to just kind of be a constant, um, never like too emotional. Like I overthink things, but I'm never super emotional about yeah. things, um, which can be good and bad. I think it doesn't really work out in my relationships, but I digress. It works great professionally, <laughs> um, but it, it kind of keeps me at this constant to like see the inside, to see things like inside out and outside in kind of thing. Um, Cause you know, you just meet like a lot of personalities and I always tell people that are like younger than me or just in general, like I think half of working and dealing with people is people's working styles. And you don't really realize that like until you, you're in it 
and there's so many different like you can't you can't treat or or you can't react the same way you would to the same people kind of thing like yeah. how you would it's more so the person um and that took me a long time to realize and um it you know it just makes my life a lot easier when you realize that professionally and we try you know what I'm saying not everything is going to be exactly it's that, yeah, the yeah. way you want to so but the fact is you can have the effort and you try to keep it cool yeah and you be like Literally, like, three, two, one, I'm going to cut this bitch out. Sometimes I have to just, like, go in my office, close the door, sing Amazing Grace in the lowest possible. Invoke the spirits of the slaves. Invoke invoke it all. The spirit of Django. Evoke it all. Not Django Wild. Not regular Django. Django Cool. Django Cool. You have to. Trust me, I just close the door. Hold on, hold on. All right, so what happened again? All right, cool. Let's laugh this off. You have, I mean, you had like, I was telling somebody the other day, like, I pray on the daily, and my prayer sometimes is, Lord, keep me at the cross from not whooping this bitch at, like, like even if it's that, it's literally, Lord, that's keep me prayer. at the That's a prayer. Like, it's something that I say on the daily. Like, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It don't have to don't be long. So it don't have to be well thought out. It's literally, keep me at the cross. Prayer is a conversation with God. That's it. I think people who are overly religious created this whole like pomp and circumstance of what it means to pray. But pray, prayer is whatever you need. Whatever to be. you conversation. Need it to be. My, a lot of times, my prayer is just thank you because I can't even say anything. That's else. a prayer. But you know who said that? Oprah. Oprah did Oprah. say that. Shout, Shout out, out to, to you, girl. boo. Shout out to her. So um, this month, it's actually March, and it is uh, March. It's National Women's Month. And if you do not know, because I actually wasn't sure, you hear the term all the time and you don't know what the fuck this month is really about. <laughs> um, it's just, it's basically, it's a push for equality to raise global awareness around women's issues and highlight the contributions of women to events in history and contemporary society. Yes, I did read that because again, I did not know. <laughs> so we kind of want to implement good. this for every episode for this month. Um, I realized we did not do it for Black History Month, but it's okay. That's okay. We're stepping we're black it up every for, day. We're black every, exactly. We're black every day. As we are women, so Salam, what do you love about women? Ooh, um, I mean, just first off, you know, the reality is that who would be here without one? Mm-hmm. You know, oh, we, mm-hmm. we could take, take the uh, Adam and Eve, you know, passing the spare rib off, you know, <laughs> saying that that was the creation. But the reality is that you know, without women, how do we all get here? How did this happen? So you know, this is the mother of the universe the mother of us all and that's the start you know so reality male or female we all came from a woman period I was Mm. is God a woman or a man that's a good question and I don't know I don't have the answer so I say that like I don't even know I say I always say he she in saying because that's my no like that's my reference (laughs) that's my reference of me not knowing whether God is a he or a she but I thought I was raised Christian and so Pentecostal Christian um, if you want to get specific and it's always God has been a man but you know I just think that that's also like chauvinism and all those other different type of things that are you know welded into our deities and things like that but I always just say he she because I don't know I don't think there's a gender related to God but exactly it has to be a higher yeah, power I think that the universe, allows us the- all to happen and at the end of the day if we have to put a gender on it then that's already making it a human or, yeah, yeah that's you know, true something else in the first place it does it's reminded me of that yeah. book I don't know if y'all read The Shack um mm-hmm. anyway it's a it's a 
something. Give a brief <laughs> synopsis. It's about a book about a gentleman who goes to a shack. His daughter gets murdered and she's like like five or something like that he like loses himself and so god comes to him in a way that he wouldn't expect god to he comes to him as a like a fat black woman and he thinks god as a man like he thinks of god as like a santa claus almost like this big white man sitting on a throne with the long beard and shit like that and so when he when god comes to him as a black woman it's i wanted to i wanted you to see me in a way that you wouldn't have referenced me Mm-hmm. But God will come to you in any way, come to you in a, a San Pellegrino drink, a smart water, whatever. God will just reveal himself <laughs> to you. like, I'm this refreshing <laughs> bottle of water. You know, but yeah. So when I drink it, I can be like, it's the God in me. <laughs> it's the, it's the Literally, God, it's the God in me. Literally. Literally. Take Word. Take 5% of the black man's God. Oh, the black man's God. Word. 5% of all my leg on my head. <laughs> you never heard that before? No. That's that's. Wait, her what? I say you know you take it to the five percent side where they say the oh black, yeah the black man is God the black man is Allah which is arm a leg a leg an arm a head. Wow, now, that that, yeah, that breakdown I didn't know, but I knew about the five percent. If you go arm a leg a leg arm a head, like that was just part of their oh, conversation. Wow. They used to scare me in DC. I ain't even gonna lie. <laughs> Um, they would be right outside the CVS when I lived in DC and went to Howard and they would be just, but it would be like after the club and it would be like 3am and they'd be outside like preaching, you know, the good word. Um, I guess they wanted like to reach out to black people. The was like the Israelites. So it was like the, it, yeah. Well, I remember the Israelites yeah. in Harlem when I used to come visit and then. That's a good question. I don't really know because I'm in the five percentage of Israel camp. Yeah, I definitely, you, you, you I definitely just, lumped just the five percentage of Israel the black, black Israelites. <laughs> Right. You know what? I'm going to look more into that. To be honest, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So I'm going to look more into the differences of them. Um, it's like bow ties, bean pies, nation, that's one spot. Oh, I know oh, the yeah. difference of them. Yeah. Some of those 5 percenters with the What was it? Final call? Final call, that's another thing. And then Israelites is another thing. You know, just, I, I know the Israelites. I don't know that I've seen any 5 percenters to my knowledge. You've seen plenty of them, but maybe you didn't see them. Like, Wu-Tang is all 5%. Okay. Like, yeah, like in yeah, there. like them you didn't know. Because they used to be like in college, and that's when I feel like I was like, oh, that's what they are. Mm. So, um, so G, you have yeah. brought up um, how tomorrow, which Wednesday. Yes. Um, uh, so this is, today is technically Tuesday. When this airs, it'll be Wednesday, which means it's National or International Women's Day. And um, the lovely ladies who organized um, the Women's March also organized uh, the day a day without women. So if you are participating, then they ask that you don't show up to work. Um, if you are not fortunate enough to take off work, um, they also ask that you do not purchase anything from a large business or corporation. That if you must buy, you buy from um, a small business or something that is uh, woman-owned. And if you can't even do that, they ask that you wear red in solidarity and honoring of Women's History or International Women's History Day. Oh, I so, didn't even know all that. So yeah, that is that's basically the call to action. But I I feel like everyone can participate in not purchasing for one day from a, a large corporation or a business. I think that's possible. That's I totally doable if you can't take off work. Yeah, I don't. You know that whole take off work thing. I just feel it's very elitist to. If you are struggling and, you know, 
to take off of work. Like, I mean, I I don't even take off of work. I think, and what, I'm not they're, I think like, what it is that they're trying to do is they're trying to show the magnitude of women. I get that, because I'm not going to lie. When they did, when, like, all the Muslims went to City Hall, or not even Muslims, but when everybody, after the travel ban, they went to City Hall. Yeah. And, my, and the, the, it's not even a bodega. It's just one of those, like, 99-cent stores that sells everything. And they were gone. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. I kind of was like... Oh, this is amazing that they actually went. Because yeah. then I, I got home and saw, and then I went the next day, and he said that they all went. So I was like, granted, this is amazing, and it does show solidarity. Like, I just, I'd be interested to see how many women are taking off. Like, I mean, I'm and participating not, to honest, in tomorrow. Like, yeah. I don't know any that are. Or I'm maybe not I just don't tomorrow, know. But You're not working tomorrow? No, was it by chance when you ask off? I, asked you took off. Off? I took off. Okay. Yeah. I'm not working tomorrow. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Um, <laughs> but that's okay because they 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 also ask that you wear red, and then not you know the money is all or the, there's a lot of power in your money and you're buying. I cannot you know? buy. So, I can definitely not buy anything. That because I'm, I'm not buying I can anything. Wear red. Yeah, I can wear. I can wear red. I, I cannot buy anything. Red Are you gonna wear red tomorrow? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you wear red tomorrow? I don't know. I wore red today actually. <laughs> you own red. Yeah, you know, like, some people be picky with their colors. I might have. I mean, I don't know. I look at my New York closets. Your New York, right? See what you have okay. in the New York closet, or you can purchase small from small businesses. Because I definitely was like, business. I don't wear red though, and that was I'm like one of those people that was like, I, red is just not my color. <laughs> um, I can just to wear red lip. Okay, because I was like, I'm not. You wear you a cute. You got a yeah. cute red lip. I'm not wearing red, so I can. That that's the most I can do. I mean, I'm here for it. I just I don't know. I I have my own. Things, so you're basically so not participating in that. Let's keep it a buck, yeah. <laughs> as, as I'm saying all this about Women's Month and, like, I'm so, like, pro-woman and hear me roar, I just... Well, you know what? It's also, this is what we do every week. We try to, and every day we try to celebrate being a woman and what yeah, that I means think in our own journey. So if you, aside. even if, you, and neither one of us participated in the so Women's actually, March. So actually, this is coming out on that day. Yes, yeah. it is. So mm-hmm. if you could just dedicate this episode to... Yes. The episode it's, it's, will be dedicated. Yes. We will just, you know what? We're, I'm just gonna, we got a theme, headline. We got, we got, it, we got it. We're just going to celebrate women every day of March in our own way rather than wearing red. And, and maybe, and I will wear a red lip tomorrow to show solidarity with the rest of the women that if you do or do not know about the Oprah Roll Show. But other than that, yeah, we, we personally are going to celebrate women. I'll celebrate yeah. as many women as I can tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how do you celebrate How do you women? celebrate? I don't know. I'm going to let tomorrow let the spirit take me. To her. You know what? Hold on. So, you know, we y'all, I always shake the thing. We got our bag of questions. Here we go. Pick two. This look Ooh. like a... I'm like the bag where you like, keep your condoms. Banana black. You know. Like, oh this is like... Uh, Two fortune cookies. <laughs> it is. It's like them big. You know how like Tao has them big ass fortune cookies. That they're like, yeah. <laughs> Everybody, you got, got a rose question. You got a rose question. You uh, think you know we? No. Ain't no fucking. It's no I know. I'm, I'm so lenient. I'm so lenient wow. with the question. <laughs> Read it. Wow. Okay. Read it. You can choose not to answer. You can plead the fifth if you like. Right, right. (laughs) (laughs) So the first question is, how do you tell a person their sex is whack? Well, you know, I think the biggest thing in life that anyone can do is have constructive criticism. Okay. (laughs) If you're saying that someone's sex is whack, that means that their actual, the action is not happening properly. 
So that means that there are improvements that can be suggested, and there might be certain things that they're good at and certain things that they're not. So you have to replace every don't with a do. Mm-hmm. Don't okay. do that. Why don't you do this? So, you know, that's where... But it just depends on if you feel like the person, as a person, as a human being, besides the sexual aspect, is worth putting that effort into and saying, sure. okay, yeah. so since, okay, since I'm being, we, let me just put a couple of jewels up. Like, why don't you try this instead of that, you know? Have Would you, you ever had, had to do that? that? Oh, for sure. For sure. But, I mean, that's, that's just the way to deal with it. You have to give the constructive criticism of, you know, because certain aspects may be whack. Mm. It might be whack to you. It might be great for someone else, but mm-hmm. it's like goes back to my every person's different. <laughs> every person's sex, different. sex work. Everything. I mean, you know, it's chemistry. Everything is chemistry. Like and some yeah, people yeah. have chemistry, and it'll be like this definitely works, and then in another space that's not happening is biochemistry. Some people's you know physical chemistry, their anatomies, yeah. like just ain't really what it is. Some people just don't. You know, some people look great to kiss some people aren't like it just it's either is or it ain't some people just the scent of them their natural scent you good with some people it's not (laughs) I've heard of that and I'm like how is your like natural scent like Like, yeah like you never have somebody that'll be around you and you can smell that they were on a pillow or they could smell a piece of clothing but like it just smells like I them. Thought, yeah, There's nothing like that they actually did. You can smell their house. Like, you yeah. can smell their house. It like, depends on how their house is, but certain people, if you're around them, it's like, certain people, I can smell something like, no, this smells like, I know who this is. Yeah. Like, where this came from. I mean, but that's not a bad thing. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm not, you saw my I'm, face? I was like. I'm not so much. No, it's not a bad thing. It'd be like, like if a so man much, left his, if a man slept over at your house and he, like, the sheet where he laid at smells like him. But I feel right. like it's a very specific scent of like cologne, you know. Not like, necessarily. It might be their soap. It might be their hair. Okay. Okay. Just be, whatever scent that's associated. Like, yeah. They, they have okay. something that they might do as part of their ritual. Okay. Their emotion. You know okay. What I'm saying like there's certain things that might happen. Okay, I'm like I do know that. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not so much okay. scent. I'm like yeah, yeah. I'm not so much like, like, like a funky <laughs> scent. Right. Okay. I'm not, I'm not so much like this is wrong. Like. Yeah, just like their scent. Okay, I got it. They that. also say scent is the sense that's closely t- or the it's the closest sense tied to memory. Smell. You can see that. Anyway. Yeah, a lot of even like companies are actually they they program their stores for scent. So like when you walk in their store, you walk out of it. And you yeah, smell or sen- yeah, sensory branding. Yeah. Like why Popeyes is always pumping out that terrible <laughs> ass chicken grease that you it smell. Smells delicious. No, not the one on one twenty fifth and you Park. It's, it's, it's so disgusting. Like Diptyque does that. They program certain things for like certain scents are in certain stores to make you think about that candle and yeah. they buy it and like all all this. It's very stuff. smart. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, that Abercrombie bitch. Oh, yeah, Lord. that is one. I yeah. felt like they yeah. pioneered that shit. Yeah, honestly, they really did. you do yeah. know that sense. It's like my brother May started making some candles, mm-hmm. so he made like a coconut candle, but it ran down. So then what I did was I was like, "Dang, it's cold up here." So I took it and sat it on top of my heater, just the end of the coconut. Mm-hmm. So I walked in my crib just now, like. Wild coconut, everything. It smells like it. Mm. I was like, oh, this is awesome. Oh, I love sense. I like that. I love sense. It makes sense. All right. What's your second question? All right. So that was the first question. (laughs) The second question is, if you had to marry the last person you had sex with, how would you feel? Of course, you got two roles questions. That's a great question. You got two roles questions, of course. Man, listen. Um, <laughs> I almost feel like that could have been an open one, depending on the last person he had sex with. Well, <laughs> it could go well, either way. I mean, just in general, I think that I'm at a point in my life where I'm really 
in a peaceful, great place. And I don't know who my match is for this point in my life and where I'm at. Mm-hmm. And different people um, get to different points in their life at different times. Absolutely. So for me, I'm still trying to find my peace match. And I'm not sure how I feel about that. Because... Peace match. Because I, that, wow. that's really... I'm just trying to keep the peace. Like, I'm not really trying to deal with no drama. Like, I mean, whoever I'm looking at now is married. That means takes my bed into our bed. That means that you wake up in the morning with a... <laughs> can I disappear you know mm-hmm. do I really want to make everything that is to do with you your life your family your everything else am I intertwining that into our family our and that's a big step for me you know I have commitment issues and trust issues galore so the reality of that being right now today like yeah I would marry the person I eh. <laughs> I don't know in the current state of affairs and maybe their current mindset, along with mine, if that would actually happen. If it would work. Wow. Is there something that you think, you know, that you are sure that these are the certain, whether it's like feelings or requirements or whatever have you, that that allows you to know, like, this is the person that... Because have you ever been married? No. So and what what do you think for you is like something that... Um, like I actually can't say marriage. I really know what it is. I'm still trying to find it. But then I've also been trying to do a lot of work on myself. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's kind of like um, like my boy Chris Webber got married after he retired from the NBA. But I was like, that was kind of, he was just like, now I'm ready to be in another place than being on the road all the time. Yeah. Play, everything else. So I feel kind of the same with my life like I feel like I'm in a place now where I'm a better person in a better place than I was two three five years ago so I feel like I can look at it from a different perspective and go okay cool I get why these situations maybe didn't make me feel that I feel better about me so then I can potentially feel better about us situation mm-hmm. that's fair I think that women a are the complete Oprah answer honestly right? <laughs> I think women sometimes are where the complete opposite you know and you're like I mean just trying to work towards not I mean not even work towards but I'm 45 in a couple months Mm -hmm. so I've seen the (sighs) I'm about to be 25 I don't know what to do (sighs) I'm 30 me yesterday me me yesterday (laughs) I'm 30 early 30s and no then 35 whoa my biological clock is ticking I gotta have this now I'm gonna be 40 in two years oh wow I'm 40 wow I'm over 40 whoa I'm 45 like what happened again so I've seen Different phases of dating, you know, for 25 years, you know, where all these different things land. And now I'm kind of like, wow, okay, sometimes I'm like, duck, you know, I've seen people be married and then now be out of love with their partners after this amount of time. So I've kind of seen a lot, but that's still all of their scenarios. I didn't actually give myself that shot in that way. And Do I kinda, you re- are there any regrets at all? Nah. I think everything was is the way it is because it's supposed to be. And what I did dedicate myself to is showing the results I wanted it to. So if somebody say, go to L.A. for six months, I'm like, I'm out. I'm going to do a movie. Bye. Like, I kind of put my work in front of other stuff. But the work also replaced just an emotional life family aspect for me. Mm-hmm. So the relationship thing was just an annex to it and whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. That's so no feelings of missing out as you've seen other people. No, nah, like most most of my friends have a kid out of college. Uh, eight year old from when they kind of say, okay, I'm going to chill now. Mm-hmm. And then maybe a newborn. Like most of my close mm. friends are at that point. A 24 year old, a 10 year old. And a two year old. That's wow. literally earlier my like press day and I was like, You have a baby on the way, a one year old, a twenty five year old, and a fourteen year old. Where it's like for me, I'm like, I don't even think I want as a woman, I don't even want like just give me two and I'm good. Just give me two little stair step kids and I'm just give me one right now and I'm not right now, but one in general one, and I'm, yeah. I'm all set. But I, I just can't see like I didn't say that now, but just but men, y'all can do that. Men can, you can also have these large gaps because it may not be with the same woman that you can mm-hmm. have. My father, a, a I have a 12 year old sister. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I'm you so can do that. Right. Men can have these large gaps with kids, yeah. but it's just like a lot harder. Yeah, my father women. and my stepfathers, their last girlfriends are way younger than me. Mm-hmm. Like, my stepfather's wife is a couple years younger than me, but then my father's last girlfriend was probably. Like, 30 or something like that. <laughs> wow. when, they get, when they get to 30, he'd be like, yo, they talking that shit. <laughs> but, but like I said, it's almost like, you know, sometimes some of my friends Your dad seemed like he was so, so friend, friend, though. Some of my friends be like, you know, I was raised by wolves. Uh-huh. I grew up around, like, what, what you say? Oh, you know, one of, one of our pops boys like, man, she don't know, I've been cutting bitches off since, like, cutting bitches off for like 45, 50 years. <laughs> you be talking slick to me, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like, and she's like 29, a little, little young, just trying to figure it out. saying when she talks, when she at 30, she starts talking that shit. That's, so that's about funny. right, though. This is true. That's now, about right. This is the first time I started I mean, talking that shit. But once again, I also, part of my issues is that I had to separate everybody else's experiences from my own. Yeah. yeah. I had to say, okay, what does this mean to me? Okay, forget about my parents' relationship 45 years ago. Like, mm-hmm. I have to take it. So, like I said, I've been working on myself. Do your own path. Yes. All right. So let's switch gears a little bit. Um, who are some of the favorite artists that you've worked with? Hmm. Do you have any? I don't even want to call them favorites um, because... Most memorable. Most memorable. I mean, what I'll say is certain artists I have a conversational chemistry with that doesn't go anywhere. So whenever we link up, something happens. Um so I might not talk to Jasmine all the time, but when we do make music together, something comes out of it because of our creative chemistry. Mm-hmm. Um, me and Nas are pretty tight, so we talk all the time. I haven't made records with him in years, but I talk to him you know, multiple times a week, so we're tight. Like That's my boy anyway. But our creative, when we're both in the zone, our creative stuff has made hundreds of songs, like maybe 30 or 40 or 50 of them have come out, but we make a lot of music. Um... Who else? Reggae side, Spraga Benz. Me and Spraga always did stuff for forever. Um, me and Miguel make some really dope music. And we True. You know, we are like huge Nancy <laughs> Jones and Miguel fans, for right? Real. Like if Miguel, Miguel, if um, if like if Nas is ever single and he want to like, you know, I'll let your girls like, yeah, what's up? I'm just saying we're here. I'm just putting that out there. You got to put things in the universe. Um, and you've been saying that's our husband for like two years. That's my husband. <laughs> I'm like, that's my husband. He could be with somebody. I'm like, that's my husband. His face. His face. <laughs> I'm just taking it in. Listen, you got my number. So well, my contact in LA, info. So, you know, I, you, what did we talk about? What did we talk about? There we go, Sal. Like I said. 
Um, and Miguel, you know, we love Miguel. We, should, we had come through and chill, remember? Yeah, I was like copywriting songs yeah. or not, rat, rat, mm-hmm. uh, not really. We use come through and chill. We did. Um, yeah, so explain a little bit about like do it for the culture and like what all that is for you. I mean, well, basically, I've had um, grand success with a lot of different records. And for me, the best records were actually the best. How can I say it? My biggest sales successes also one of my biggest creative successes. So mm-hmm. whether it was the Fuji's or Amy Winehouse, they were all out of the box, different types of records for the time when it worked. When we made Made You Look, it wasn't what was going on in hip hop. So I think that my standouts is the records that people go, you know, bust your windows of Lions and Tigers. They didn't sound like the typical R&B records. I yeah. put orchestras on them. So I felt like I always try to keep an artistic point of view and make what I personally really feel is great. And then I've been blessed with the opportunity for those records to also be my biggest commercial financial successes. So with Do It For The Culture, it was like at a point where um, for my label and what I've been creating with Louder Than Life with Sony, I've had a lot of you know success with, say, Omi's Cheerleader or different pop records and things on that level. But I realized that for me to look at the current state of music, I can't complain about what's out there unless I'm actually inputting music out, you know, and, and I'm not unless I'm inputting music into the abyss that I feel like is it. So I was like, okay, cool. For my first outpour of my labels, independent outside of a corporate system, you know, set of music. I just said I'm giving up 50 songs, which was no panty, which is Latin hip hop, the way I wanted to hear it. I got Joel Ortiz and Bodega Bams and Nitty Scott to come in and do vocals and create something with me that I felt like was missing as growing up as a New Yorker. Sex All Summer is me and Young Jizzle. We did our Marvin Gaye, Ozzy Brothers-inspired music that's like that. Champagne Flutes is myself and Terry Walker from London. It's all Bossa Nova and R&B, different spaces. And then I put out the Come Through and Show, which I did with Miguel. Uh, also an EP from artist Mira May that I got out of London that I did some new stuff with. And then... No friend zone by Ivana, cheating on us by BJ Chicago Kid, and I love those two. Yeah, I'm like, I love me those too. Two. I love them. Camouflage with Mac Wilds and Scott. So I just felt like, okay, cool. I'm gonna put up 50 records, and this is gonna be my contribution out of my pocket to what I feel like I want to hear, and hopefully there'll be other people that want to hear it. And so you had a complaint of music, like a personal complaint of what you were. But it hearing. wasn't so much a complaint. It was just that I wasn't hearing what I personally. I wasn't hearing out there enough of what I wanted to personally hear from mm. myself and what I wanted to listen to, what I chill out and listen to. So I was like, I'm going to dig in and just get some of this brown sauce, as I call it. Get some of this <laughs> brown sauce. Brown sauce. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just the music that's actually going to, I'm going to feel in my soul. And then, you know, most of my career, like the records I really love, are based in, you know, New York B-boy type hip-hop, because that was where I came up. Mm-hmm. Reggae, gospel, you know, soul, jazz, blues, like those are the types of music that actually, I that speaks to me personally. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was just like, no, I'm just going to make it. I'm going to put it up and make it available myself. And I'm going to continue to do that a few times a year. Probably put out the next one like late April. Be a lot more probably Caribbean vibes in it. But for me, it's just, you know, like I said, contributing what I feel like needs to be out there as well. Personally, and like out of my pocket for what I want to do. Not waiting for someone else to do it. Mm. What are you listening to now? Well, like, who do you like? You know, who who do you like? Of the current artists, or the current artists. Yeah. 
on Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, whatever your SoundCloud. Um, there's not much that I'm actually in outside of what I'm working in, on. I actually listen to a lot of what inspires me. Um, so I've been listening mm. to a lot of old music, to be honest. Um, I know you always, whenever you post, I'm like, yes, I was listening today. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> this that. I've been on, this week, I'm on Patrice Washington and then James. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. It was Remind Me. Yeah, exactly. it was that. So I've been yeah. on my, I have a whole Patrice Washington playlist. I've been playing. <laughs> I downloaded it and I had it in my headphones while I was flying. And then I've been on a, you know, straight 70s gospel thing. Just trying to, like I said, fill my soul up with what I feel like I'm personally missing. Because I feel like somebody else needs that too. They Absolutely, it. it's always someone. It was a needs. lot of blessings uh, in this office, when we right? In. We all need. I always need a blessing, like always. Um, okay, is there an artist that you haven't worked with, dead or alive, that you would want to work with? It's always that funny thing. Don't meet your heroes because then it's going to spoil it. Mm-hmm. So uh-huh. I, a lot of times I'll be like dipping, like you know, they over there. And I'm just stay over here and watch. Who I would actually love to just be in the space with and capture some of the energy right now, I would say Marvin Gaye. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Where's his biopic? That's a great question. Like, what's his name? Um, Jeffrey or someone. I can't remember his name, but they were doing one, and Mm -hmm. I don't think they had, like, the funding for it. But where is his? Like, I mean, it's all back and forth is normally because he was married to Barry Gordy's sister. Mm. Um, and with Barry Gordy's sister being part of the story, then some of the songs need to be cleared from Barry. Oh. So that's what's always like a separation oh, of Lord. what period his biopic is going to have. So you, you think know? that it's a that's, specifically that's a, a Barry Gordy? It's just that's what's always it, been the back and forth conversation on mm. how it's portrayed and how he wants Got it, it. You know, whatever. So that that's normally what was said, and you know, in, in the public. But I know Motown is doing some stuff, but. Everything in darkness comes to light. So this is true. Yeah, That's like be I always wonder when like Puff's pop it comes out. What it's going to be all in there? Like what all is going to actually be Depends included? On who's yeah, I was like if he's a part yeah. of it. And I'm saying oh, like th- let's say if he's a part of it. What exactly is being included in Puff? If he's alive, like, he's definitely a part of it. Uptown bad boy biopic. Oh, that would like be that one. Epic. I can't wait though. Like I can't wait for that one yeah. just to see what is and isn't included. Yeah, I mean. Like I said, everybody, I mean, the reality is that if we all have to write our own story, what are we leaving in and what are we taking out? That's true. Well, true. listen, on the Heal the Overall <laughs> show, unfortunately, every fucking <laughs> every, thing is out. It's, it's definitely Everything, out. I mean, we, I think Everything? we pulled, for no, the most damn part, right, yeah, now honestly. we pulled back. I mean, we pulled back a lot, yeah. but um, those early episodes, So you're saying, like, everything. when you feeling like, okay, this is what I'm doing, like, We've been very it was, honest. It was, it was too honest. This is episode 42. So we spent the first 25 20. episodes just figuring it out, figuring out. We did. We just got a producer and we just like our, for season two, we decided like, how do we take this from being like a baby getting on the mic, just talking all of the shit so of life. And, Where do you post this on your personal Facebook as well? No, not Facebook. <laughs> okay. Not my not grandmother. Not Facebook. Not Facebook. Not my grandmother. My grandmother. I struck a nerve. Yeah. So my point is Instagram, Instagram story. Right. You know, there's a lot of people that talk mad stuff on Twitter. Yo, I be dying laughing. People on Twitter, they be saying anything. That's yeah. like my comedy channel. But they know that they ain't nobody up there reading these tweets. I'm yeah, 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 that's But on true. Facebook, you'd be like, nah, my whole family. Everybody. You know what? And that's really, I, also, I always right, cool. think so, so, like. So think your biopic 
Everybody's going to see it. And then but you know, but by the time it's a biopic, by the time by it's the a time, by so the we time, we're talking about right now. You, you're worthy of it. You right know now. what? Honestly, this is and this is a conversation I've, I've been wanting to revisit with T about like trying to take the the exposure to the next level, especially since we are reeling it in a, a little bit to kind of exposing it to our Facebooks because it's not really like prevalent on there. But yes, you do bring up a an interesting point, sir. So, um, right. well, listen, I'm going to ask person that my mother on Instagram, um, like my aunt, so my ten, even like my 10 year old cousin has Snapchat, which I feel like is a little too young. And you I don't, it, that's what somebody else said. She's 10. So she lied. I didn't know. She's, she lied about her age. So I am a little bit more cognizant about what I put on Snapchat, for instance, because she responds to everything. She I don't care if I blocked. just like put. She doesn't need to be blocked. <laughs> she yeah. to be like blocked. I don't care what so I put. The reality is she's not seeing it from you. She's seeing it from someone else. And I kind of feel like that. So, so it's like I'm not blocking it. So let's have the conversation so about the it. The parenting has to be strong. This People is true. to know. Okay, you saw that. Like, you know, I figured out what prostitution was. They're like, what's that lady doing? Crackhead? Yo, oh, I was doing? obsessed like, with so crackhead. So when I was a kid, I understood. As a young I understood. Kid, I saw it, but I also had to understand that's over there. You're mm-hmm. over here. That's uh-huh. not. Over that's there. such a good point because so, I so, would. So you still have to have video. proper parenting, yeah. or else you'll get caught in the stand. Come on, you know that's the yeah. Because you get caught with everything if you don't have conversations. If you don't with know, guys, yeah, you know. you're just it's so true. intrigued, and you just want to. Yeah, you end up with fucking baby on just the tip. You know what I'm saying, like. You like how? Just two strokes. That is so like, true. Because like, I mean, there's like a, there was like a street in Baltimore that had they just always had like transvestites and prostitutes, and I li- literally wow. you know Charles Street and like I know Charles, Street, yeah. Charles Street, and I when I was I and I was like night. twelve, and I just to be like, Daddy, just like can we ride up Charles Street so I can see him? And literally would have him like slow down and be like, Oh my God, but look at that one! And I was like, you know, like literally eleven, twelve, That's so funny. And, I, and I was I was so intrigued, and then I mean I knew like the difference of like. You you go like to Lexington Market, which was it's actually like the oldest food market in America. Um, and you would go yes, and you would Baltimore see so stats. many. Yes, Baltimore stats. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you would you would see like, you know, junkies nod and you would know like, OK, I know how to look for track marks on your arm. And then the nod is like heroin, like yeah. that's heroin. And then this is cracking and da 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 da. And yeah. so now I just know. I'm experienced. Yeah. 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 And so you learn and, and it's still to this very day. Like it, it intrigues me so much. I only watch like Drugs Inc., Viceland and HGTV. <laughs> And be a Mary Jane. And I started Big Little Lies. But other than that, like, I only watched, like, a few different things. Because it's, like, that's what interests me. Big Little Lies is actually really good. I have my... Big Little Lies is a little slow, but um, I like it. So do you like Mary Jane? Love it. This season season, is weird. I don't know if they got some new writers. They They did. did. I'm like, they did. Executive producers and creators. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I need Mara to have like a bigger imprint a little bit because um she's yeah, gone. I just don't so we've talked about it before on the show. Oh, like, she's gone. But she still has a credit, so I don't know what now she's gone. Okay, so, so then so you, you can tell on their creators. So you can tell. I think you can tell we talked about it before. I think it's just like the story plots. One, I don't like how she's in New York and and I've said this before again, how she's in New York and the show is not really centered. It, it's like it's a green screen that looks like they're in there. You can tell that they're in Atlanta. And I was saying, like, I feel like we know too much also about like media and how all that works and things that she goes yeah. through at work would never happen anywhere, like ever, 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 ever. Um, and I just don't think the relationship, either her nor Kara, no, nobody's relationship. It's not realistic. 
Um, you ain't moving to New York in a week. I mean, and it can't happen for some people to move in a week and find someone. That guy is. There's just so many open ended questions that and just that. weren't. There was. So, no Mama, you're not satisfied. All right, cool. No, no we're not satisfied. No. We're no. not satisfied. Write it in the comments. Yeah, right. right. No, we're not. Word. Exactly. Right, I need to drop it in a box. I'm Word. not satisfied. No. Okay. So, did you watch this season? I've been catching up, like. No, Here and there. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's actually, I, I told Mara last season, because I worked on the pilot, like the original episode of it. Mm-hmm. I did the scoring and the music for But I was like, I'm not sure if I like Mary Jane. But then it's making me question, do I not like Gabby or Mary Jane? Like, <laughs> whatever is being written in a way where I can't tell yeah. who I'm not into. Gabby like, owned that yeah. role. Yeah. But I'm just like, to the point where I'm like, yo, you're not nice to your coworkers, your friends, your family. Like, you're no kind of mad at everybody. I don't yeah. know if I want to be your friend or your brother or your man. Like, Anything. Mm, you could go that way. Like, I kind of like, but I understand why you're mad, but just do it that way. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, that's, you kind of got me in my feelings about her. Off of a character, she had everybody. It's I like, how, everyone, it's, it's like yeah. how people, but like, that's powerful. People though. want to beat up the guy from the soap opera in the supermarket. Like, they, <laughs> you should have never. <laughs> <never cheated."> Everybody's <laughs> young and the like, restless Victor. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you just hating them, like for whatever it is, and you're really believing it. So yeah. whatever it is, it's embodied her in a certain way. Yeah. Where I'm just like, I'm not crazy about certain things about Mary Jane, but I really can't separate the person from from just that. like Carrie and Sandal too. Not to compare the two of them, but I feel like Harry yeah, you think she's like a, a yeah scandal character yeah. that I feel like anything you see. Sarah Jessica Parker. And I was just thinking that with oh yeah, yes. Sex in the City. Yeah. Like, she will forever be. She will forever yeah. be. Yeah. Uh, to the point, like when I was working on the movies and for Sex and City, and, like we'd be in a restaurant and like she'd be talking, but her emotion, like her. Her movements and everything was so carried from Sex in the City. I'd be looking around like, is there cameras? Like, this is like, <laughs> like am I in the scene right now? Because it was just weird because wow. we were so used to somebody being that character. Yeah. yeah. No, I can definitely see True. that. Definitely there, Mary Jane. So, um, our, our our male segment when we have men on the show is Ask Zaddy with the Z. Da 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 da. And no, no, no. They're usually like I said. It could be like things that we've seen from like friends or things that like a reoccurring theme that comes up on TV or just any reoccurring theme that kind of like happens within our lives. Sometimes it's personal. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes um, it's a question from a listener. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Exactly. Ladies, like for Ask Zaddy, if you want to send in a question, please do. The so Oprah Show at gmail.com. <laughs> like, like, are we for the kicker? Like, okay, go ahead. Wait, wait, it's not as bad as those damn Oprah, those, the, the bag of questions. No, no, no. That no, was not. Worse. It's not. It's not at all. It's not because they're not like personal. So, yeah. gee, actually, your question segues into mine. So, your question. Okay. So, my question, I guess it is fairly personal. So, there was an article surfacing around. Um, uh, why child. you should never? Why you should never date a man for more than a year? Yeah, why you should, from a blog? Yeah, it was um, from a blog. Catching which, up with Shirley D. Yeah, and, which uh, I don't. I I didn't really. Her perspective was it was very interesting. I felt like it was a little excessive. Um, but when she says you should never date a man for longer than a year, like meaning get married after a year, um, and she gave all these different examples and whatever, and then she kind of went into this interesting segue of what it is that men gravitate towards and what women gravitate towards men gravitating towards uh youth and beauty and women gravi- gravitating towards uh stability and all those different things which I was like all right but having been in a situation where I or a situation shit that lasted for about two and a half years and then ended up into nothing it's like okay yeah <laughs> I, I kind of get why was it nothing or did it actually not end up just the way that you thought it would be 
I mean, well, now it's those nothing. Those are two different things. Those are two wow, different things. Are. I, yeah, I mean, it, yes and yes. Did and you yes. learn anything from it? I learned a lot. Are you still cool with the person? Absolutely not. <laughs> because of the type of person that they are? I wouldn't. That's a really good question. I, I, it's just too. It's too soon. I wouldn't say that we could never be cool again, but just not right now. Because um, it's too fresh. There's it's there's fresh. so many unanswered questions, and I don't think that this person would give so me. Did they break it off, or you broke it off? <laughs> no, I broke it off. <laughs> Wait, Daddy always goes into. <laughs> So, 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 all right, so I'm, I'm gonna just put I'm a so, to so, 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 so I'm gonna give you the big quotation. <laughs> just the reality is that if you're looking at whatever situations there may be, like they say, you may you never know people till you live with them. Yeah, it's gonna take a certain amount of time for you to go if you keep doing that. Just so you know, I really don't like when you do that. Okay, cool, just do it one more time. Like, there's certain people, you know, our siblings. We all can't live with our siblings as adults with our own decision making process. Uh-huh. Our friends. If you, there's not many people who are your friends across the board forever for a really long time. Yeah. So when you look at the aspect of okay, this person now will share my bed. There will be no other bed to go to. No, go home. Oh, this is home. Uh, would you go to your room? You mean our room? Like there is no other place to be. You are now one. That's a lot to put a time on in that way and of course if you have certain goals and they're not headed towards where you're headed to and they're not actually fulfilling some aspect of your life besides just being your are you going to be my man or not like are you going to marry me or not like if that's all it's based on then I agree and that's where I agree with so so if that's all it's based on it was never really going to last anyway I wouldn't say that that was all it was based on. And this is where I don't agree with the young ladies who wrote the article, because I don't think that it is so night and day. And that's kind of what her whole point was. But our I mean, the, the point is that she's trying to reach a certain goal. So mm-hmm. she's trying to reach Hold a goal. Tactics. And if I'm not actually the dolphin to hop through the hoop that you wanted to be, well, then cool. Get yourself another dolphin and another hoop. Keep it pushing because that's it. And that's what her goal is. It's not going to, it doesn't have to be you. If somebody wants someone to be a particular part of significant other to them, and, well, you're not it because you're not doing this, this, and this, and you're not this, this, and this, well, then cool. So my, okay, so then my question, it seems like you're answering it, but my question for that is, is there ever a time limit that you can ever add to something like that? Or will you, or how do you spot? The reality is that you just got to be honest with yourself and you have to be honest with whoever you're around. You know what I'm saying? Whereas then if you feel like you're at a point where this is not comfortable for you and you don't want to be in this space and you have questions. And if you're not hearing the answer you want to hear, you have to listen to it and go, okay, you know what? This is not headed where I want it to head. We probably should break this off. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And go all the ways. You know, that that's just in general with everything. If you're working at a place and you don't feel like you're going to get the promotion or you don't feel like things are going to progress into a place where you want to be in five years, 10 years, 20 years, then you know what? You start figuring out a different way to get there. And that doesn't mean that the person has malice for you or just just maybe not the actual time and place for you to do that. And the more that you're able to let it go and figure out what you really want, then you can keep moving. You know what I'm saying? But if you're saying that this isn't what I want right now and like you're putting a time limit on it, the time limit isn't it. It's the intent. 
You know what I'm saying? If the intent is not to be in a certain place or if the intent is to make you not feel a certain way, if somebody's really making you feel great consistently, whether it's your friend, your husband, your homie lover, your after 12, whatever it is, you're going to go back there. It's just like, you know, <laughs> that's what you to do. Whatever it is. It's if, like it's, if, it's, if it's something that makes you feel good, you're going to go back there. Like, you know this what? I'm going to stop drinking soda, but this ain't really soda. This is San Pellegrino. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the bubbles is different. Bl- I love how San Pellegrino keeps coming out. Nah, this is, like, this is like, this ain't soda. This is like sparkling salsa water with, <laughs> with juice. With blood, with blood orange. Flavor. <laughs> this ain't soda. You know, I don't want no pimples. I got a big ass pimple on my nose. Yeah, this is just San Pellegrino. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, you're going to hook it up to be what you want it to be. And that's really on you. The person you're dealing with and the higher power, whether or not that's going to be it. Mm. So that is a perfect segue into my not personal question. <laughs> is from like, the reader, um, this our is listener. From, this is from a reader question. <laughs> uh, she said this thing. And uh, but I think it's like you said, the intent. And I think if everything is is crystal clear, but it's almost like. I think it's more so like these temporary situations, like something that you know is temporary and you you kind of, you know exactly what it is and what it isn't. Um, but it's a good thing. Like you said, it, it it's not anything that's like harmful and it's good for you. But down the road, like in a long haul, you know you want something more and it may or may not be with this person. Um, but is it one of those things where it's like you just leave it because it could or could not be blocking your blessings, but then you already know what it is? I don't even know if the question makes sense. Do you eat McDonald's? Anyway. You said what? Do you eat McDonald's? No, I don't eat McDonald's anymore. I did. <laughs> not even the yes, fries? Please. I had, okay, ah, I had fries. Ah, but, but I don't buy them, but my sister bought them. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You realize it's not food, right? What McDonald's? It's flavored cardboard. There's <laughs> documentaries, there's movies. If you leave it out, but you know it's not food, mm-hmm. but you still eat it. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So then, if you know that this ain't it, but you're still doing it, then why do you expect a, a positive, organic, healthy result from eating colored flavored cardboard? How did I get oh. this cancer of my gut? You ate the fries. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And they never died. They never came out. Okay, of, they're yeah, still, they never they're came out of there. a potato. They're it's still there. Radiation, radioactive, radio Raheem fries. They're still living. <laughs> they're radio still Raheem. There. They're still <laughs> living. So the reality is that if you're in whatever situation, if you know it ain't it, but you keep doing it, then what? Okay, yeah, but. So now you're you're hooking yourself up. You're. Like putting on the rose colored glass tint glasses. God, and I hate people that live through rose colored glasses. I really do. This is the Oprah Rose show. Right? (laughs) You you hooking it up and seeing what you want to see. So, so, living our truth. So, I mean, living your truth. No, that my dad. Yo, well, that's your truth. That's the way you saw it. I'm, you know, I have a different set of eyes. I saw it from a different perspective. And, you know, that doesn't mean anybody's lying. They're just living their truth in their space. They're wrong as true. Their fault. Their alternative facts. I mean, if somebody (laughs) else just, you know, turns it up and just like, because that's ultimately something has to click for everyone. Mm -hmm. For you to be looking at the same situation from a different set of eyes and go, you know what? I actually have to ask myself. And I say to myself, it's a wonderful world. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? You figure out where you're going. And that's that. So, back to your question. What was it again? Ch- I, I need to 
to just leave this nigga. That's all. That's the question. Like, it got all unpersonal. <laughs> it's all in my Instagram. All the Instagram photo that I put with that book. I just want to leave this nigga. Yeah, it's, it's just, you know, that's it. I, I mean, it's a, listen, the nuts and bolts of it, I know what it is. And I, I think I try to, like, tell myself other things. So is he key? Um, he just telling you a story, or are you telling? No, and I know well, he's not like, even. But, but no. her, the interesting thing about her POV is that she says she her knows POV. what it is, so she's accepted the reality and the truth of the situation. But yeah, you're saying that it's be... still it's still toxic because even though you know what it is, but you still choose to indulge. It's not so much that if you indulge, but if you know what it is, it's just like now nah, everyone's working to be healthier than they were before. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Well, I drink water, and I'm going to do this stuff. Okay, cool, but I'm eat that cake. Okay, well, you know that you're doing it, so don't be surprised when the cake acts like cake. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or when the water acts like water. I go to the bathroom. I drank two gallons of water today. Hello. like there's a, That there's, was way better for you than that damn cake, though. So <laughs> whatever. Maybe it is, but then are you happy? <laughs> are you happy? What's actually doing it for you? And you have to look at it and say, well, nobody's perfect. No situation's perfect. Is this what I want? Am I good? If this, if it's not what you really want, and if it's not what you really good with in the end, then that's the issue. Well, I think that's the problem. Then it becomes if it's like I'm fine, like I'm good, like I'm not unhappy, like you know, do I wish things were a little different? Maybe, but like understood. But if someone's told you that it's not going to happen, then you know, I I think I posted something with Maya Angelou and Oprah sitting in the bed the other day. You did, you did. If they told you it's not going to happen, when people show you who they are, believe them, believe believe them the first time. So, so if it's like. Nah, I'm not going to do that. Such a hard one. Cool. And and honestly, I found my way through many scenarios in life just by being able to tell the truth. Like, Mm -hmm. that ain't going to happen, but it's cool. Oh, Mm -hmm. really? Okay, cool. This is what it, but that's not going to happen. And to be honest, it made me feel better because I was just like, well, I said it's not going to happen. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's still what it is. But then at the same time, there has to be a point where your willpower also allows you to let it go. Mm-hmm. And moved on to you know what you really feel like you want, and abstain from whatever parts of anything. You know what I'm saying? If you say I'm going to be at work and I'm not going to work overtime, and we at work and they turn the lights out, well, <laughs> you got to pull back and protect yourself because at some point you have to um, medicate yourself with all the effort and energy you're giving other people, whether it's family, whether it's work, whether it's mm-hmm. friends. Whoever else, sometimes like, ah, turn my phone off and just put all this energy back into me. What do I need today? Mm-hmm. I mean, we always, you know, we, we, so we basically recently stopped our like, fuck niggas rhetoric. Um, mm-hmm. And we're really trying to stop that because I also think we just picked the wrong men. So we really need to apply some of these I think lessons. we do. <laughs> we need, you think you're bad pickers of somebody? Yeah. Look, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's, it's so growing pains, pains though. Cause you, gotta, I, you, only, you know, you, you got to kiss a million toads to get the frog, they say. Whatever. No, the like, prince. Or the prince, He's whatever. Shit. I ain't trying to go from no toad, toad, toad. Fuck that. See, that's why you can't let your kids watch them damn Disney movies. I done got no, the whole shit not. all fucked up. Yeah, no, they're not. Princess and the yes. Frog. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just a matter of, you know, I think it's more so also when but you have also, a connection hold on, hold on. with someone. If you consistently are picking... Not consistently. Hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. on, on. If you, up to a certain point, pick someone that is not right, you also have to look at the way you're going about it and question, is it something that I'm doing? Oh, we definitely question that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so you also have to figure out what about what you're doing is a different perspective. If that's what you want, a different result. 
know, absolutely insanity is doing the same things over and over. Just the reality of the numbers of you know what's out there in the world, and if you want a particular type of this, that, and the third, it has to be divine. Like, you know, there's no way in my career that certain things have happened unless somebody guided me to that. I almost fell off my damn seat. It really does. At this point, I do. It has to be divine. Anything that happens for for you. I mean, there's no other way to explain it. So, I mean, at this point, at any given point, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't happen. People have a lot of sex but don't have babies. Mm -hmm. Some people have a little bit of sex. They have a lot of babies. (laughs) You know what (laughs) what I'm saying? That's so true. Well, how did it happen? Somebody actually was like, electricity. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? The baby, ah, now they great, you know. Uh we you know one my of the friend, I told you the day my friend Miss Lauren Hill Zion is now had a kid kaboom like what happened oh him oh I saw him oh in his wow that's belly. right I did see that oh wow that's, he oh, has a yeah. kid wow okay so where are we again and I'm still like I'm gonna dip one toe in the pool my friends that got married divorced ten kids <laughs> and you still and, like, and I'm like <laughs> played around one toe uh, and bam you know, baby like you know that's do you want kids. At this point, I would say that I want to have a peaceful, happy environment mm-hmm. with other like-minded individuals in my space. And then if fruit comes from that, then, you know, fruit of life and children, then that's supposed to be it. Okay, I don't, got I don't, it. I don't say that I want children or I want a wife more than I want. Peace, peace. I know. I, I was love like, that. Yes, that's your center. Yes, yeah, actually, my name means peace. So salam actually means peace. Wow. So it's kind of like I'm living up to it. But at this point, I'm just like, leave me alone. With <laughs> like, any form of foolishness, <clears throat> drama, this that. I can handle it because I have, mm-hmm. and I can handle some of the most difficult people on the planet. But why should I? That's Word. absolutely true. Why should you? When did you start living up to your name? I always have. I think. I mean, like. When has that been like a conscious thought for you? Um, probably since I turned like thirty or so. Like when I moved to Miami, more than anything else, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna try to keep all the drama away from me. You know, that's when I started going and talking to the ocean. Like, hey, there's somebody bigger than us moving this ocean. Mm-hmm. So then I need to just be like, you no, know, cool. My mom had passed. I moved to Miami. I was chilling. People leave me alone. I'm over here by myself. Unless something is, you know, in the phrase I always always say, if it's good people, good music, good money, call me. If not, be out. And if it's good people and good music, then the money going to come. So that's been my whole energy and what I try to stick to. Good vibes and, and trust me, work I can, I, can, I can put out a fire if the fire come up. That's not yeah. an issue. I can definitely deal with it, but I don't want to have to. Like, I try to keep things and people that might ignite the crazy bull in me far away from me so I don't even have any drama too close to me. Do you think that that's been a turning key for your success? Um, no, it's been a turning key for my peace. I think the success is probably the long hours I put in. I work hard. You know, I was up at 5 a.m. yesterday. I got on a plane. I came here. I was up early this morning. I've been at meetings all day. I'm still sitting out. Thanks for being here. Being here, but ultimately, I was like, all right, cool. I'm putting the effort to actually step outside of my shell and say, okay, cool. I can talk about different things in different spaces with different people. So I think that the effort that I put in, you know, 10% talent, 90% effort. Mm. I'm saying 10% talent, 90% business and 
execution and what's going to happen. A lot of people have ideas, but I execute a lot of my ideas because I push as hard as I possibly can. But then, like I said, I have to talk myself into doing it at this point because it's not like I need to do it. Mm -hmm. Or it's not like I'm financially motivated to do it. Give me mine, though. But I'm focused on whatever the goal is. And if I can see the goal, I'm like, all right, cool, this is how I'm going to do it. This is what I'm going to get to. So if there's any effort, like right now, you know, on the 27th of March, I'll be vegetarian for a year. But it was just something I said, okay, cool, I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. And I stuck to it. So that's just me. Like, I try to figure out something that I can actually get to and that I'll focus on it. And I'll be like, all right, cool, I'm going to execute it. And it's just being able to execute, focus. And, of course, like I said, it has to be divine. You have to have the ability to. You have to have the intelligence to. You have to be able to ask the right people, you know, figure out what you're going to do with it. But focus, execution, and, you know, I'm dedicated. Loves it. Was that a challenge for you? What? The becoming a vegetarian for a year. I knew I could do it, so I kind of took it on when I knew I could do it and go through different stuff. And at this point, you know, in the world that we live in, there's so many other vegan, vegetarian options and places yeah. and people. And my father's actually been a vegetarian for most of my life, so I knew how to deal with it. You know, it's like, keep cutting carbs and sugars, carbs and sugars. Like, let me cut the meat. And that's been one thing. Now I can kind of work on other stuff. But just in general, it was also an aspect of, I eat the good steak already. Oh, that's it? Oh, fried chicken? Yeah, that looks good. I used to eat that. Cool. Then by the time I tried to eat a piece of fish one day, my stomach revolted. I'm like, eh, this ain't it. So, in general, I just think that um, it was probably hard in some aspects, but not nothing I can't do. Mm. Come on, put your mind to it. So, um, switching gears, as usual. Um, we did not initially. We already talked about this Nikki and um, Remy Ma beef. We did not want to talk about it again. And then Remy released another song um, last week. Um, and Nikki is living her best life in Paris Fashion Week. She has still had <laughs> um, She still has not responded. And, you know, and just because of your relationship with, like, Nas and all that, is there, do you see any differences of kind of, like, a female rap beef versus, you know, like a Jay-Z Nas? Um, and, and kind of, like, should she respond or just your overall thoughts of, of their, I don't even know if it's a beef if it's not two-sided. Just your overall thoughts of their spat. Yeah, it's like bickery. Yeah, I'll lay it out a couple different ways. One is that, you know, Jay-Z Nas kind of built up over a certain period of time. Remember, Takeover came out in September. It was teased in June at Summer Jam. It came out September 11th. And then Nas mm-hmm. didn't really respond properly until his album's coming out in December. Mm, which I just found that out. He put actually. it out on December 4th on Jay's birthday, and then his album came out December 11th or 18th or somewhere in that area. Mm-hmm. So the reality is that he was like, why am I going to respond while your album's selling? Mm-hmm. Mm. Why don't I respond when my album's coming out? Please be so, smart. So that was that. So the whole idea of using Sheether was still, you know, number one, you're using a death song to now go at somebody, but the cadence, the beat, the title was already meant, it meant something 16 years ago. Yeah. So a kid that was born when Ether came out that week mm-hmm. is 16 right now. Yeah. Where's he going? You know what I'm saying? So the reality is that now for you to impress them, for them to be like, ooh, and everybody heard all the things that were said, but the reality is that 
I can see Nikki's strategy of I'm not saying nothing so I'm going to put it on my album and when y'all want to hear what I got to say there'll mm-hmm. be a song on my album while you streaming that and let it be that because mm-hmm. why should I Yeah. and then continue I can see, to make your song number two on iTunes or wherever because right. everybody's it calling me like ooh yeah. you, know, you can't mm-hmm. come back and that was the whole lot of thing nobody thought that Nas could come back from Jay at that particular time mm-hmm. that was the perception but it was kind of like mm, alright cool I'm going to handle this but he saw it and he dealt with the way he wanted to um, and then didn't say anything else about it and then was like no well you gonna go back again after that like well there's no coming back from that mm-hmm. and then he let it go and then two years later most of the people around Jay were no longer his friends as he described in the song so <laughs> um, the reality is that I just think that yeah Nikki has the opportunity to wait until her record and of course people might want her to respond and really be all in the middle of the back and forth but you can't really and then Remy says so much stuff that you're not going to have a lot to say to mm-hmm. at this point. So when you do say it, say it right and then keep it moving. Yeah. Remy's second record, people didn't really take it as much. Didn't even listen. Right. So it was like... <laughs> I think I listened to the first line. It was like, next. How, however it was that they didn't take it on and she was trying to do the back-to-back, like, you know, go hard on one mm-hmm, record and then mm-hmm. come back and make a party record that, you know, with no sample clearances instead of using back-to-back because it sounded like they probably wrote it to back-to-back. But ultimately, you know, it wasn't necessary. You went past the limit, you know. Yeah. But that's the person watching and seeing what happens. I wish them the best, you know. It was definitely comedy. It was like, ooh. It was a lot. It was a lot on a Saturday. It was like, wow, okay. It was a lot on a Saturday. But but, but at the same time, it's like, whatever you said, okay, now what? Are you really going to change somebody's life by something you said in the song? Right. I mean, and she's definitely capitalizing on it. Like, you're on, uh, you know, I saw her on Wendy Williams and all this stuff. So it's like, make your money, make your coin. But like, I just... I don't even want to talk about that shit anymore. (laughs) So we on to the next part of like, because it's just like right now, like people can put out your sex tape on a Saturday. Like, woo, I saw you naked. Oh, you took all this. Okay, what happened again? They're on to the next one. Very much so. Very That's happened to some popular person on the internet like a few months ago. There was a sex tape out of them one way and they felt all like, oh my gosh. And then the next week, people were like, oh, what happened again? Like, yeah, you, you're forgetting. They forgot it happened. Like, no, they see naked pictures of celebrities all the time. Yeah. Like, oh, wow. Ooh, okay. So, hey, how you doing? Like, not, it's not even a thing. It's yeah. oversaturated in general. It is. In absolutely. general. So, so, we're living in a different society. This is not what it was at, you know, in 2001 mm-hmm. when that whole stuff happened. You know, you can get bodybuilder for memes now. You know, even mm-hmm. yeah. the whole Meek Drake thing. It was just. Which that lasted. actually lasted way longer than I thought. It lasts yeah, longer did. in a certain way, but then also just the reality is that Meek didn't come back with Meek Mill quality records. He makes great records. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He just didn't come back the way that it should have, so it just seemed unbalanced. Yeah. Um, and Drake is really calculated. So mm-hmm. it is what yeah. it is. But I mean, regardless of that, you know, rap beefs, okay, if that's something to do, we need more people just making great records. I and agree. Uh, and that, I mean, it, and even to that point, I think it's just like, I mean, it's almost like saying all the shit, how we were talking about the CNN updates of Donald Trump and how you almost uh, forget like the last thing he did and then this thing and then you got that, but the reality yeah, dumb, that, get out nigga, Ben I mean, Carson. Like, well, let's, let's, let's be reality. I mean, this is all 90s conspiracy theory stuff, New World Order. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The whole idea is that someone is trying to make everyone very uncomfortable. Like when you saw the Brexit thing happen in the UK and they yeah. broke them away. Okay, so the, all of Europe had one currency that they worked off of, the euro. Mm-hmm. Great. When you see people say that they're going to make the American currency, which is Canada, Mexico, and America, mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. currency. No, you can't do that. Cool, but Europe already had one. But then the second England breaks off, like, no, we love this one currency because we could go all over Europe. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So then you turn around and say, okay, so some good guy's going to come in now and make one currency for Europe. So then Donald Trump says, I'm going to make a wall between us and Mexico. You're not us. And I'm going to make a wall between Canada. Then the next person after him comes, so you know what? We love our Canadians and we love the Mexicans. We're going to share our money with all of you. Mm-hmm. We're going to make... So the same thing people said they didn't want five years ago, four years forward, they're going to say they love it. And that's what they wanted the whole time. It's solidarity with Mexico and that. And the next thing you know, Europe and America make one... So now we have the Northern Hemisphere... One currency, new world order, one money, everything else. This is all about money. This mm-hmm. money. It is all it's about absolutely. money. And, 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 it and really the, is. And the fact that Donald Trump's circus every week comes and makes us uncomfortable, like, why do you go in and attack abortion? Mm-hmm. Reality, 2017, who gets an abortion that doesn't need one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what? What is even? Why are you even having a conversation about <laughs> yeah. this? Yeah. That's like, like, so, so, literally so, so been when, my when point you, the whole time. So when you look at it, there's no other purpose of this but to raise the anxiety of all the citizens of the planet. Yeah, so it's just, it's fear-based. It so is they like want to do this, so they're feeding you all the garbage. And mm-hmm. then if you keep eating the garbage, it's like, so turn it off, man, because I'm not letting you scare me because you want to. By the time mm-hmm. you come over here and personally touch me, then I'm going to have to deal with it. But until then, yeah, you're just, you're just being, you know, a catalyst for drama. And who needs drama? Like We about peace. <laughs> Catch me peace. first. Yeah, we we about right. peace. We just trying to have like peace. That's why I said I ben don't Carson even... in that sunken place though. Oh. Ben Carson is all the way gone. <laughs> He's the That's just all clownish. You know what I'm saying? You know, I mean, I'm sure everybody's obviously heard about his statements comparing immigrants to slavery and and saying that immigrants were bought over on a slave ship. And obviously, we know that's completely false in alternative facts. And obviously, slaves were stolen and not by choice. Yeah, like, but I just. You know what makes me crazy is that I just can't just think. Like, bro. No, but I just remember like again Baltimore and like and and hearing about him and he was at Johns Hopkins and it's like you're this neurosurgeon that you know you separated these babies. So to go from that as being like revered as this you know top doctor that you made medical miracles happen to this dumb nigga like I just don't, like you've literally been reduced yeah. to that to me like you've been reduced to that. So why, and did, it's you, just, why do you think he did it? I mean, I don't even... When he was first running, I didn't even understand. I mean, and, and again, this the is a totally different society. Like, he wants to get some of the money and power that he assumes is there. Somebody mm-hmm. deprived him of feeling like he was adequate enough. And now he feels like by being part of something that's happening, he's now getting power mm-hmm. and being a part of the hierarchy and maybe getting some notoriety that maybe he felt like he didn't have. So this is a self-fulfillment thing for him. This is mm-hmm. his personal... Uh, masturbation in front of everyone. Mm, just personal to get masturbation so in front like, of everyone. You could just keep it to itself, you know what I'm saying, and keep it moving with that. I'm not going to allow your antics to make me pay attention to you. Like, there's so many Twitter artists even, like, that are just Instagram whores, you know what I'm saying? You got dudes that are Instagram whores now. They yeah. just sit there and do anything just to get some conversation. Like, really? All right. You know, but you have to also know how to turn off. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Know? That's this administration, social media whores. Mm-hmm. That's it. Whatever it is. That's it. So, um, y'all know how we like to end the show, and we like to do a little challenge. G, let's start with you. Um, my challenge. Day. Actually, my challenge is for the month. Um, so, my last, I think last week I said that I was going to slow down on the drinking. <laughs> you know, that's still a work in progress. Um, but for this month, um, I did a, I entered, um, what is it? I go to this Yo BK hot yoga slash hot Pilates Bikram studio. And so they're doing like a month of March challenge and I entered it. So you do 20 classes of Pilates 
in the month. So that's my personal challenge. How many have you done so far? Three. So what is that, three? What breaks down to three a week? Something like that. No, well, it's actually more. It's like, no, I want to do five. I, I said four. It's five four. Four. It's four a week? Yeah. Five, five. It's five. five no, five. that sounds like it's five. That's five. Oh, yeah, five. five. Okay, well, no, three no. already for the week. I do math. I know, but I'm I like, definitely can't do math, clearly. Five so that's mine. Yeah. All right, yours. Um, Again, you know, mine changed just like everything mine. Um, Mine was actually, I went to this event earlier, and I, it was just like one, one girl... Um, that I wanted to meet and you know I'm trying my whole like approaching people because I was like oh I'm low-key an introvert and I'm shy and apparently I'm not um but I think I am um so I'm trying this whole like you know reaching out to people and just being a little bit more um I guess like forthright with my needs and everything and I reached out to her and I'm like okay great so cool we did that and we were we like we're gonna have lunch and all that kind of stuff but what actually came from that is as we're getting ready to leave, I see this woman and I'm like, God, she looks so familiar. And I realized that like before I before I actually moved here um, and I was like a sophomore and I read this article on Essence about this woman and she worked in fashion. She did marketing. And I was like, that's what I want to do. I'm going to move to New York and I'm going to do that. And I actually I still have the paper with her on it. And, and I like just went up to her and I was like, hey, like I'm Tierra, like blah, blah, blah. And she said her name and I was and I told her the story because it was her. Um, and she gave me her car and she's like, yeah, let's link up like da 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 da. And cause she was like, you look so familiar. And I, I know we have a bunch, a bunch of mutual friends now. So I was just like, oh my God, it like low key came full circle, sort of, kind of. That's that, amazing. Again, that I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't, this was not the person that I was trying to meet either. It was literally, she just like turned the corner and came in and I was like, God, she looks familiar. Um, and like I said, and I did it twice in one yeah, night. I was gonna say you went for one person. I went for one person yeah, and found to, and to for the second one to be like kind of like I said, the, not even the catalyst, but someone who I kind of was like, oh, this is what I want to do, and I want I want to do marketing and like branding for you know this global fashion brand and blah blah blah. <coughs> So, um, yeah, and then I realized that that wasn't even my thing. That wasn't my shtick. Like, I didn't even like it. But, so, I actually completed my challenge tonight. <laughs> I keep it like, going, though. Like, I, I love it. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. I'm just keeping it going, basically. Yeah. Salam. Challenge. So, I have to make up what I'm actually going to Yeah, you have to yeah, stick to it. Yeah. It can, like I said, it doesn't have to be. It can be for the day. It can, like, like I said, mine was, it happened today. Um, and I accomplished it, which typically doesn't happen. Well, my last challenge lasted three weeks, and it was just to DM someone. Clearly, there's a reoccurring theme in all of mine. <laughs> wow. Okay. Week, month, something, something you've been working on, something you were you were telling yourself that I you mean, had to do. I mean, I said I was going to make it back to March 27th without eating meat. Okay. Um, and that's been substantial. For the last year. Wait, that was last year, though. It was last year. I, I need something a little bit more current. <laughs> nah, 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 I still nah, got to nah. make it to the 27th. I'll be looking at them. That's okay. Okay, okay that's fair. Okay, that's fair. I'd be like buying people dinner. Like, that's nice. Right, good. No, I'm sorry I'm eating this chicken in front of you. Like, hey. I know, because honestly, I didn't know this. I was like, you're vegetarian. That's yeah, great. So I'm, I'm riding that out. Um, I'm trying to think of something else. Challenge. Wow. Um, the year of yes, you know, like saying yes to other things and oh, yeah, getting yeah. out so, more. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, definitely. There, yeah, you're right. I did was say this I from was a previous that. conversation? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did say that, yeah. So, I'm actually popping up. Like, I spent the whole month and a half, a month and change in L.A. And I was like, cool, I'm going to do that. And yeah, I said I was going to socially and professionally stick my neck out a little more this year. Okay. So, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to actually be like, yo, and then right now, I'm actually, um, you know, here. Yes. Woo! <laughs> 
Doing yes, here, so, yes. And I did a lot last year because I said I was going to do a little bit, but you know, I'm still in the mode of stepping out and you know, trying to do have more. some more fun, whatever that means. In yeah, my own we're gonna hold you to it. I'm gonna be we'll checking in. Like, it. what else did you do that you were uncomfortable or doing more, saying more? Yeah, so that's what. Yeah, it's a little Once step you outside, say it, you got like, it. Yeah, what up? Right, what's good? All right, cool. I'll catch you later. All right, mm-hmm. hold you to it. What would you tell your younger self? Um, what would you tell your younger self? See, it's funny because it's almost like that pulls up a, not a regret, but it's kind of like, like it's in that space where in my mind, it's like, what would I tell my younger self? Younger self. Just like advice. Literally. Stick to your guns, man. (laughs) Stick to your guns. Whatever you're going to do, stick to it. Like, don't, 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 don't pull away from it because, you know, whenever you doubt that, that's when you will miss something. So stick to your guns. I was, this, yeah. is, this is actually my favorite like, question that yeah. we ask every I think Ryan's was always the funniest so different. So we had one that was pull out <laughs> that yeah, is still like little, yeah pull out he that, was like I love my is, son but he could have waited but, but I was like what that was not what I was never heard that ever never heard that ever ever and then we are introducing a new question that G I'm gonna let you explain that yes so this is actually uh, Oprah has a book called um, What I Know For Sure Mm. Um, amazing book if you haven't read it or listened to it on audiobooks you should do that but she said that she was being interviewed by uh, an author named uh, Jean Siskel I believe and he asked her what is it that you know for sure and she became flustered because she didn't know how to answer the question she said she would never be without now that's a question that she asks herself probably often every day every week whatever and she says it changes so one thing she says is that all energy is returned. That is one thing she knows for sure. She leaves, she leaves a list of things. So is there one thing that you know for sure? One thing I know for sure is I'm going to be good. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm confident about, you know, not to worry about what's going to happen, this and that, whatever it is. I'm going to be good. Don't worry about it. You're going to always be good. Yep. It'll be that okay. True. Actually, that was one of mine. That I was, believe that. Yeah. It will be, it will be okay. Word. So, in in light of Women's Month, um, every quote, obviously, at the end of the show is going to not obviously, but every quote is going to come from a woman. Um, G, you want to go with that fact? Yes. Say that fact. All that stuff. Okay. So, um, we're going to add a little known fact of women. So, um, this one actually comes from Maya Angelou. And her fact is she was a close friend of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And he was actually assassinated on her birthday, April 4th, 1968. And from then on, she refused to celebrate her birthday. Instead, she sent flowers to his widow, Miss Coretta Scott King, instead up until her passing. And so our quote for the end of the show is coming from Maya Angelou, and that is... We delight in the beauty of a butterfly, but rarely admit the changes it has gone through to achieve such beauty. It takes a lot of, like, a lot of uphill battles and shit, like, <laughs> to get to that butterfly point. Yeah. Like, a lot. We don't want to talk about that, though. But see, that's the thing. <laughs> so we don't know. talk about that. What you got to say? What you got to say? That, to say? that no, quote meant something. No, no, no. It just, it just hit me. So there was this, I'm just saying, it's supposed to be over, but, so at one point, 
I had about three, four, maybe two weeks of, I'm going to put Tinder on my phone. This is fun. Swipe left, swipe right. <laughs> and, you know, Twitter, Tinder takes your Facebook profile mm-hmm. and tries to find likes, this and that. But what I noticed with that most of the girls, I was like, ooh, I'd look at their likes and most of them were on Maya Angelou's like on Facebook page. <laughs> so, so most of the girls that I looked at, I was like, ooh, you all right? What's this? And I always see Maya Angelou. So then I realized, go to Maya Angelou's Facebook page because that's the spot. That's where the thoughts live. I don't say it's not central. It's like, you know, positive system. All the little like, shoulder. Yeah, like, grounded. You kind of all right. Maya Angelou's <laughs> Facebook page got to be crazy because I was just like, I was like, dad. That is so kid. funny. So, and I think I must have liked, so I was like, what do likes do we have in common? Oh, Maya Angelou. It was like All Maya the time. Angel, yeah. And I was like, ooh, you know what? So, you know, big up Maya Angelou. <laughs> Yeah, Maya. Shout out to Maya Angelou for sending uh, us April the shorties 4th. our way. But, but I'm just saying, like, I, that was just something, like, you know, if you're a fan of Maya Angelou, just look around. Go on like, her page. There might be something there for you. Are there men on there? Look, I'm like, are there men on that Maya Angelou page? There might be, but I just said I noticed right? so I just said I noticed that, so I'm just saying that for the guys. Yeah, well, I don't know. The algorithms wow, about I know, Tinder I and all say, that. That's, you know, like yeah, I said, it was just something, I mean, I know. Yeah, it is. Like, but I just, I just, no, that just took me back. But anyhow, I digress. Yeah, I don't, I mean, my algorithms, they work Women's, uh, Maya Angel friends page, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mine ain't work out like that. I don't think I found no damn body on my center or when I like on my pages on my like minded. Mine would actually be Jay Z. Actually, I did. I think I had some that were like Jay Z. Now that I think about it, no wonder. <laughs> I'm fucking my replacing my nigga day. He said, "That's well, that's how you picked the wrong man." Oh, oh, we working on it. We working on it. Salam again. Thank, thank you, you so much. much. Oh, Thanks this for having great. me on the Oprah Rose show. Ba da ba da ba ba. Oh, you got a song too. That's I know. We got a little song. <laughs> thank you. Bye. Bye, guys. Later.